can't wait to chat with you today. We're going to talk about what it takes to actually have an amazing online course and what we want to get in place so that you are set and ready to rock and roll with your new online course. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. Oh, it's that exciting time of the year because we're getting ready to do the topic entitled challenge and then kick off the 24 hour course creator. This is, uh, right now it's the end of September, 2023. We're going to start on October the 2nd. So if you're listening to this later, I hope you get a chance to come join us and it's such a fun week. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year because I get to connect with so many incredible instructors and creators and we get to really nail down their best topic and title. And I love seeing them move forward. So I hope you are one of the folks that will be jumping in with us. The links are in the show notes, or you can go to topicentitlechallenge.com and get signed up. All right. So as I was thinking about what to talk about today, I realized I wanted to really dig in on, you know, what does it take to be an amazing instructor and create an amazing course? What are some of the things that we want you to be doing or to have in place or be thinking about? And so I hope these are a little bit helpful for you, maybe a little inspiring. But the number one thing is that strong desire to help. So you wanting to help out your students, take them to a new place, get them from where they are to some outcome, and you want to be the one to get them there. So that strong uh, desire, that need to be the one who's helping, that will take you so far. And help you when you get to those challenging parts of the course creation process. So the number one, strong desire to help. Number two is I want you to have a focused topic. And by this, I mean, pick out a specific project that you're going to help your students with, the the problem that you're going to solve, that outcome that you're gonna focus on, really keep that focused because not only does it make it better for your student, like they understand where they're going, it makes it so much easier for you as the instructor to get them there because you, you know exactly where you're going to. So focus topic. Number three, I want you to have an intriguing title and headlines when you're posting about your course. So there needs to be some curiosity building there. It needs to grab their attention. And we I'll link to the episode where we talked about some of the titles in case you want to listen to that and ways to improve your titles. And then also make sure you're getting into the challenge and then you get a one-on-one feedback during our group coaching sessions. I'm going to be helping people from the Facebook group and from our Zoom sessions. So that intriguing title that builds interest in what you are going to help me fix. Um, Number four, and this one I've realized is a little bit can be a bit of a challenge for some folks. And that is having a logical organization of your lessons. 
So let me give you just a few things to help with this as you're thinking about your outline and you're sort of putting together your course. What is that order that makes the most sense for people as they're trying to learn something? You know, what is a basic understanding? You know, where can you start with the basics and then build them up? Or what do they need to do first before they can do these other things? Or what do you need to understand? Are there concepts or, or vocabulary that you need first? And then carry me through the process. I was in a actually high-end coaching program with courses the other day, and it was so disorganized. There was courses in lots of different locations, and then the courses were um, a lot of the the instructor decided that they could do handwriting lessons on a like a whiteboard and their handwriting was terrible I've had several people doing that lately and I don't know who is telling people that that's okay it is not okay if your students can't read your handwriting you should not be doing handwritten uh, whiteboards <laughs> you need to be doing powerpoints take the time to make it easy for them to read and logically understand your concepts so yes, it might be fast for you to do your scribbly handwriting, but it's frustrating for your students. <laughs> Just a little rant there. You can tell I really got frustrated <laughs> with that um, course and that instructor. But have that logical organization of your lessons, a clear step-by-step, -step, and look at it from the 50,000-foot level where you step back and you kind of go through your lessons and say, okay, does this make sense? Does this order seem reasonable? Uh, or wait, should I move this lesson earlier? Do they need to do this ahead of doing that step? You know, what is the correct order? And then how can I present it from the simple to the more complex? So just taking a little time to think through that will make your course a lot better than uh, most of them out there. <laughs> then I definitely add checklists and templates and anything you can give your students that will help them sort of have uh, uh, something to hold on to. <laughs> so, it, you know, it reminds me of when I used to, sometimes I'd get in a uh boat with my parents and I always wanted that handle to hold on to <laughs> checklists and templates are the same kinds of things because it gives them something to print off and check through and make sure that they're doing all the steps and they're not missing anything and actually that reminds me for one of the little mini lessons I've done for some of my students I think I need to add a checklist I had steps for them and I had videos with each step but I think I need to give them like a one or two page checklist that they can print off to make sure that they're doing things in the right order. So as you can see, always places to improve. Number six, I want you to use AI for inspiration, but don't rely on it too much. And so here's what I mean. I've been looking at some of the AI um, course creation tools. There's a bunch of them that have come out and a bunch of different prompts. And in general, they tend to be pretty bland. So yeah, they could give you an outline, but I, it's not all that exciting. It's not that intriguing. So what I like to have it do for me is if I do use something like that, if I'm stuck, 
I'm trying to have it inspire me to get to new places, to new ideas, because this happens a lot is I'll be reading through something. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. But, oh yeah, wait, what about this other thing that I hadn't thought of yet, but that the AI tool inspired me to get to, or it's, it's pretty good at rewriting things. So, you know, if you need to rewrite something to be more intriguing, if you want it to give you some more potential titles that you play with, but use it for inspiration. I don't think it's gotten to a place yet where it's really all that great. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. And maybe it will get there. But as of now, I'm not all that overly impressed with just the raw AI content for courses. Okay, so that was number six, using AI for inspiration. Number seven, and this is kind of follows on this, it's your unique stories and your techniques that make your course incredible. So it's the things that you've done, the challenges that you've overcome, the stories with clients that you've pulled together. Those are what make your course special and what will 100% resonate with your perfect students. So make sure you're including those whenever it's helpful. Uh, sometimes it's part of the sales process where you're talking about how you took people from this point and you got them over here and what were the challenges along the way and what you all, how you handled them and overcame them. Sometimes that's part of the sales process. Sometimes it's actually part of the course where if you're trying to illustrate a specific situation or a specific problem that came up, you're able to use that story and that technique to make it clearer for your students. So they're like, oh, okay, now I understand what he's talking about, or now I get it. I see what she's trying to have me do. And those specifics, those situations are super helpful for your students when they can see where someone else got hung up and be like, yeah, I'm hung up there too. Okay, number eight. And this this one I think is what will make this uh, much more fun for you, number eight, and that is an eagerness to connect with and find your perfect students. So once you do get your course created, there is the step of selling it and finding your students. So if you're excited to find people and help them with the problem, that will make the option of the work that you have to do, make it a lot more interesting, a lot more fun, and it comes from a place of service as opposed to, oh geez, now I have to go do this. So if you have that eagerness to really help people step up and go to the next level and solve this problem and you wanna find them and make sure everyone that you can get a hold of <laughs> finds out about this and you want to share your solution with them, that level of excitement and eagerness comes through with what you're doing and makes the sales process easier. Plus it just makes the whole situation a lot more fun and a lot more interesting when you know that you're connecting with your perfect people. So that's number eight. Um, number nine is this willingness to constantly improve. And so I noticed this this week, I was looking through one of my courses and I was like, you know, I need to add in another lesson about this specific to 
topic. And it came about because we were doing coaching calls and I got a question. I was like, you know, I could teach that better. This could be um, more clear. This uh, could, I could explain this differently and maybe make it a little bit easier for the people who are taking the course. So I added in a couple more lessons. I'm adding in, you know, sometimes I'll add in another diagram. I'm like, oh, maybe this will make more sense if they have a diagram that they can see where we're going and what the steps are. Sometimes it'll be like I was saying, the checklists or uh, templates that I can give them. But I'm always on the hunt to improve, partially because I do launch once my courses get to that B plus level. They're not perfect. They're never going to be perfect, but I know there's always little things that I can do to improve them. So as I reteach them, as I go through them again, I'm looking for what are some more things that I can improve and teach a little bit better or a little bit differently. So I hope these nine things have you inspired to create that best possible course for your students to get connected with them to help them and put your dent in the universe with how you are working and helping with folks and then please be sure to come join us if you're listening to this before October the 2nd of 2023 come join us for the topic and title challenge we're gonna have such a good time you only need if all you have is 15 minutes a day I've set it up so you can do the assignments and do the homework and jump Jump in and move yourself forward to find that first or that next topic and title. And if you have a little more time, then you can come join us in the evening and jump in for the coaching calls that are going to be live with me. So come join us, topicandtitlechallenge.com. Thanks so much for listening and being here. I appreciate you. I hope you're having an incredible week. And I will catch you next week on the next episode. Take care.